All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Friday, March the 5th of 2021. Kelly is dressed like an athlete today. Yes, I wanted to feel very um, sporty today. I thought that was an Arkansas State deal, but that's actually a shirt for your son's high school. Yeah, this is the Brooklyn Bearcats. They've got a big game today, so I am representing my kiddo. Today, again, March the 5th, the National Day of Unplugging. So today's the day you kind of say, hey, social media, put you down. Phone, put you down. Connect with people in real life, not necessarily online and digitally. It's a great idea. It's also National Speech and Debate Education Day, National Dress in Blue Day, which neither of us did. Uh, National Employee Appreciation Day. Oh. So I'm sure we'll feel really appreciated. I wonder what they're going to do for us today. Uh, Nothing. They feel like if we have a job and we get a check, that's all we get. Did I say that? Is it too early? Um, Uh, It's also a big day for Kelly and uh, her friends because today is National Multiple Personality Day. Okay. So I think that's rude. Unfortunately, all of Kelly's friends are also in her head. <laughs> That's pretty much true. So anyway, we're excited you're here with us. Welcome to Friday. Do you remember how fun it was last Friday? So many of us celebrate Friday and wait all week for this. Hey now. Friday, I'm in love. Getting you ready for the weekend. About the weekend. You had some fun on the weekend. Okay. Not right. the energy you expected. Okay. I'll be in love Chill. for the rest of my life. You took me out to the deep end. I love this song. And I felt he right is singing to you guys this morning. Oh, yeah. I finally got something worth keeping. Of course, on the weekend, you think about people like me. Feels like we've worked all week for this day. Everybody's working for the weekend. Uh, you think? Everybody wants a new romance. The grind is a battle axe in here. Everybody's going up the deep end. No, you're the battle axe. Oh, <laughs> We're basically there, y'all. The weekend is right here upon us. We'll get through today. And man, then we got it. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1994 and Mark Chestnut had the number one song in country music on this day. I just wanted you 
know Sometimes driving home at night I let your memory take control And you're sitting by my side I turned up the radio Cruise down old Route 59 Girl, it's solid gold Twenty-seven years ago today, this was the number one song in country music. It's Mark Chesney. Through the vine, I heard your life has turned out well. As for mine, you know it's really hard to tell. Cause now and then, what might have been interferes with what might be. I just wanted you to know Sometimes driving home at night I let your memory take control And you're sitting by my side I turn up the radio And cruise down old Route 59 Girl, it's solid gold Well, I'll let you go it's Mark Chestnut. I just wanted you to know it was number one on this day in 1994. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Welcome to Friday morning, y'all. We appreciate you listening to us as always. And of course, as always, mm-hmm. Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Justin Bieber. So he announced his next single and dropped a music video with it. So the song is called Hold On. In the video, Justin and an actress, Christine Coe, play a couple who need money for cancer treatment to save her life. Mm. So in this act of compassion and desperation, Justin spray paints a toy gun and robs a bank, which leads to this big police chase as he tries to get away on his motorcycle. Okay. So if you haven't heard Hold On, Here's Justin Bieber. I need you to hold on. Heaven is a place not too far away. We all know I should be the one to say we all make mistakes. Take my hand and hold on. Tell me everything that you need to say. Cause I know how it feels to be someone. Feels to be someone who loses the way. Looking for answers and a place unknown. You need the connection, but you can't get close. Painting stars up on your ceiling, cause you wish that you could find some feeling. Yeah, you, you know you could call me if you need someone. Wow. Pretty strong. Yeah, again, it's Justin Bieber. Hold on. And this will be on Justin's upcoming album, Justice, that's going to come out March 19th. Yeah, watching that video, it's like, dang. Because that was a little more of a meaning than I would have mm-hmm. thought. So, hey, Bruno Mars. People love Bruno Mars, right? Yes. And we have brand new stuff from Bruno Mars. It's a new project he's working on with Anderson Pack, and they're calling the project Supersonic. Uh, actually, they're calling it Silk Sonic. My oh. bad. <laughs> They're calling the project <laughs> Silk Sonic, and they've given us the first new single, and it's called Leave the Door Open. It's new stuff for Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. the door open it's brand new stuff it's bruno mars teaming up with anderson pack for a new group called silk sonic that's out today as well so there's this list going around ranking the top 10 biggest global recording acts of 2020 so global top 10 yeah gotcha okay all right all right so starting at number 10 we've got 
Justin Bieber. Juice World, number nine. At eight, Ariana Grande. And at seven, Post Malone. These are the biggest global recording acts of 2020. Number six, Eminem. Really? Oh, you want the Slim Shady? Is just imitating? That's wild. He's still way up there. I know. All right, what you got? Number five, Billie Eilish. Duh. <laughs> Duh. She did have a big year. Uh-huh. Number four, The Weeknd. Number three, Drake. Again, these are the biggest global recording acts of 2020. And at number two, Taylor Swift. The more that you say, the less I know. Wherever you stray, I follow. I'm begging for you to take So you've done Bieber, Ariana, Post Malone, Drake. Who's number one if Taylor's not number one? When I say this, you're going to be like, this makes so much sense. What is it? BTS. Biggest global recording acts of 2020, number one, BTS. There you go. Hey, and if you're one of those uh, sports card collectors, that's a really big mm-hmm. deal right now. People are kind of getting back into that. Uh, somebody was able to sell a Tom Brady rookie card oh, from back goodness. in the day. Uh, his first season and the rookie card sold for $1.32 million. <laughs> oh, so, goodness. man, if you've tucked away some of those sports cards... Somewhere up in the attic in a box somewhere. Mm-hmm. It might be worth going to take a look because that market is red hot Definitely. right now. And man, if you might have something like that, imagine you have a million bucks in a box in your attic. What if? I mean, it's happening mm-hmm. and it's happening often, it seems like. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So during the pandemic, we've all thought, man, I wish I... Was able to go and see somebody. I wish I was able to see family more often, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of people have thought over the course of the last year about wanting to be closer to family. Because I think a lot of people have this vision uh, as you're getting ready to graduate, either high school or college, that you want to move away and do something different. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people end up going back closer to home. Mm -hmm. They say two-thirds of people wish they lived closer to their family at this point. Right. Yeah. And I think you're shaking your head. Yes. You go through phases in life, just like you said. So I'd be at a phase right now where I definitely want to be closer to my mom and my brother. Really? Yeah. Because my kids are growing up and I'd love them to be able to come to their games and their plays and their, you know, track meets and all that kind of stuff. And I'd love to be able to see them. And they live, what, three or four hours away? Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. So uh, here's the deal. A lot of people want family to be close, but they don't want family to be too close. What do you mean, Brandon? Here's what the stats are showing. They say that while so many people want uh, to be closer to family, uh, we're finding out that people don't want family to be so close that they can just show up at your house. Oh, you we, were saying something about that earlier. We want, there, we want there to be <laughs> a little bit of distance where it takes a little more effort than just turning the corner and showing up at the house. Yeah, I get that. So You have to set boundaries if you're those people. So say, hey, mom, why don't you move closer just about 45 minutes away? Right. <laughs> I thought, you wanted me to, up. I thought you wanted me to be close. Well, yeah. <laughs> but not too close. Yeah. Uh, they also say when you're looking at this and you break those stats down by gender, guess who is more likely to say they need more space between them and family? Like between daughters and sons? Is that what you mean? Yeah, men and women, genders. Who do you, who do you think wants more distance? Sons need their, their moms the most. Sons need it. So am I am I gonna sons need their moms. So you I'm think? gonna say girls move off quicker than boys do. That's what I'm gonna say. What? Am I wrong? Um, basically, no. The the stat is is that guys want more distance. Oh, see, I was wrong. So they want, hey, you, uh, we want you to be close, but a little further away. Okay, I was wrong. It's kind of like I remember in school whenever a bully would come up to me and put their hand on my head and I would try to swing at their body, but I could Aww. never get there. 
I was getting close, but I wasn't too close. Yeah. That's how we want family to be. An arm's length away. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so Kelly tells us on a regular basis how modest she is. I'm so modest. (laughs) (laughs) I am. So that's that's how she would like to paint the picture Uh publicly as we discuss this. I want to give you an idea on a new design trend, and I'm not really sure if this is going to take off, but it's something that... Uh, home designers are are considering, and in some spots they're putting these in. And the wild thing is, is they're really going into high end places, like more expensive places, right? So the the idea behind this is is an open concept bathroom. So you know, open concept floor plans are big, right? right yeah. Where like the living room and the dining mm-hmm. room and the kitchen all kind of meet. Our new house kind of has that deal going yeah. on, that vibe, right, where everything's kind of connected. Our previous house was a little more segmented. And it just depends kind of what you like. Mm-hmm. And I think we go through different phases because one of our one of our houses had the big open floor plan. Then I was tired of it. And we kind of went different. Yep. And now, now we're back to that again. But uh, the open concept bathroom is very much different because the idea behind this is is you have the bathroom, the standard bathroom that appears to be a little bit larger in size. Uh, the issue with the bathroom is there is no door. Huh. Like, literally, imagine if you're walking from the kitchen to the dining room, right? How you would just have the trim there, like the big open area. There is actually no door whatsoever. So, like, in our master bedroom now, going into our bathroom, we have one of those sliding farm doors, right? Which, um, this this doesn't even have the sliding farm door. This is basically like walking between rooms with the moldings around it, but it's the big open door space. And as you walk into the bathroom, there is no door, no sliding door. It is truly an open concept bathroom. Is it a, like, is this a joke? It's not a joke? They're saying it's a design trend. So, like, imagine you're walking down the hall, right? And you can see the shower. And, like, the shower in the picture that I'm looking at is uh, one of those just glass shower doors as well. And there's a toilet right there. And there's a tiny little divider between the sink and... And the toilet, but it's like a clear divider, is so you can for, see through it. Is this for nudists? You would almost think it would have to be. I, I, I don't. I would love to meet someone that does this. So, in your opinion, in your house, Mrs. Modesty, this is not never something you'll consider in a million years ever. But you mark it down. I will never, ever, ever. Look at this. I don't care if it goes to every single house and it's the biggest trend ever. Never. That's the weirdest thing ever. Someone's doing this for a joke to get some publicity. No, times change, and maybe this is one of those things that change. Really, Mr. Brandon Baxter, would you do this in your house? Oh, yeah, I would do this. You are the biggest liar. (laughs) I was the guy who didn't want to shower in middle school gym. Right, there you go. Like, there is no way. I don't know. I mean... I guess good for the people that feel free enough where they could they could do this. Uh, mm. I just am not ever going to be one of those people. Yeah, and if you go to somebody's house and they have the I open can't. floor plan. <laughs> if I take my children to someone's house oh my and my 13-year-old walks past the, quote, living room that's actually a bathroom yeah. and sees and some woman going there. to the bathroom, yeah. no, it just not, no. Or taking a shower. Right. <laughs> he keeps one of he like, oh, no, I'm not going to say that. No, go ahead. What would Kurt do? No. No. Just keep walking by? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) He'd keep going to that friend's house. (laughs) (laughs) We'll post a picture so you can see it. We're not making it up, I promise. It's an open concept bathroom, a bathroom with no door. And yes, you can see right through to the shower. And yes, you could see somebody sitting there on the porcelain throne. Nope. I'm not exactly sure that it's a good idea, but... We'll see what you guys think. It's going up on our social media. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Stu Tennille Arts. It's somebody like that on Arkansas's Morning Show. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So a 21-year-old guy in Fort Myers, Florida, is facing charges after he went into a neighbor's yard and started jumping on their trampoline. Naked. Oh, that is not a good visual in my head yeah, right now. He knocked on their door in his birthday suit, and a oh. woman inside asked if he needed help. But oh. he said no, and he left. Well, <laughs> 30 minutes later, she looked out her window and saw him again, uh. still naked, oh. jumping, jumping up and down on her kid's trampoline. Oh, my goodness. So it's not clear if he was intoxicated or what, but she finally called the police when she realized he was also doing some other inappropriate things. 
Well, he eventually jumped off the trampoline, ran up to the door, and told her to let him in. And when she didn't, he smashed out a window. What? So she grabbed her kids, locked herself in the car until the police showed up. So he's facing charges for burglary and criminal mischief. Like, what in the world? I don't know what people think, but that's what he did. And he was just bouncing with nothing on. Yep. I don't know about this idea. Right. Well, speaking of trampolines, I once told a joke about jumping onto a trampoline and no one understood it. Really? I was pretty devastated, but it's okay. I'll bounce back. (laughs) And there's more proof that people are crazy. Oh, yes, it is. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Man, here we are, Friday morning. We are ready to celebrate and have a good time. Come on, do 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 do. Yeah. So, all that going on this morning. We appreciate you listening to us. All right, so we posted the open concept bathroom. If you didn't hear this, a new design trend in homes is the open concept bathroom where uh, there's no door on the bathroom. And people can just walk on by, and there you are doing your thing. That's this, I, and I. It's got to be a joke. I would like to talk to some builders mm-hmm. and ask them if they have ever heard this. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of weird, but it's up. If you want to go check it out, it's up on our Facebook page this morning. Facebook.com/slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's also on my Instagram story, which is also Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you want to go and vote on it there, it's also up on Twitter, Brandon <laughs> on BBIDM. <laughs> I'm kind of proud of myself. I want to give you a little heads up. Uh, I had a really busy day yesterday. I went home and I napped. And then I decided after my walk and workout that what I was going to do was Uh I was going to go ahead and do my meal prep. Because I've been watching videos. I told you last week, I've been watching videos. You and your YouTube videos. Typically, it's it's late at night, right before bed, while I have a cold beer in my hand and some junk food. And I start watching diet videos. (laughs) (laughs) We all motivate ourselves in different ways. But I found this guy who who had given this way that you can meal prep and do it all really simple. So I bought all those containers, like 15 of those black containers with the plastic top lids. And my wife was over at her grandmother's house. And man, I am meal prepping. I'm doing quinoa. And I'm doing roasted vegetables. And I'm doing chicken. And I'm doing kale. And I'm doing garbanzo beans. I'm doing all this different stuff all at once. Your life sounds like it's about to be exciting. And dude, I went in there and I divided all that stuff up and I have all those different containers in my fridge and I have it so easy for the family just to go in and grab something. Wow. So, but here's going to be the question. This, <laughs> now that I have all of it done, mm-hmm. when is the first meal that I'm going to have to go pay for outside of the house? Are you wanting me to guess? Yeah. Do you want... Are you going to get your feelings hurt? I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. You promise. I promise. Today. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's today. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. I found out that, you know, sometimes like, okay, so kale and garbanzo beans sounds not so great. Right. But when you throw some avocado and tomatoes on top of that and some seasoning, hey, it's pretty good. Seasoning helps a lot. Yeah. No, the people who like bland food, like, oh, this is just kale by itself and a chicken breast with no seasoning. Eh, forget that. If, yeah, if you can eat just the chicken breast that you just bake with salt and pepper and that's it, and then just start eating it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was talking to my wife last night because we're trying to figure out how to up her grandmother's protein now that she's able to be back at home, right? And my wife's like, well, you know, chicken breasts have more protein. I'm like, but for her, let's get her chicken thighs. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. chicken breasts can sometimes kind of dry out a little bit. Yep, that's right. But those chicken thighs. Here's the thing with meal prep. At the end of the week, you know you're going to have to eat that nasty, rubbery piece of chicken that that's five days old. My vision is three or four days, and then I cook again. We'll see how it works. I've never really committed to it. I've always researched it, yep. but I've never fully committed to it, but I'm kind of committed now. Did you take any pictures? Because if you didn't, then it's Ooh. really not happening. I didn't. I wonder if my wife did. I mean, if she would have made it, she'd have had every picture up there, probably 45 posts on her Instagram story. Okay. I go in there and slave for two hours. I don't even get a thank you. That is absolutely obnoxious. That's 100% how it goes. I didn't even get a thank you now that I think back on it. She is taking care of her grandmother. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> was she home to see all the work I did? Your day, because I mean, here you are, you're making fun of me, but you came in complaining about how your day was nonstop from 3.45 yesterday morning all the way until 8 o'clock last night. I left my house, and it'll happen today, too. I left my house at uh, 
5 o'clock yesterday morning and did not get back until 8.30 last night. And today, it will be the exact same thing. There you go. So, I am not, I don't want to hear you cry about it. No, I'm not crying. I'm just saying I was very busy and I could have at least been given a thank you. You know what, Brandon? Thank you. No, I didn't make the food for you. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you thank me for it. You need some kind of thank you, so. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, March the 5th of 2021. Local birthdays. Local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to James Jones of Truman. Happy birthday and love from Maddie, Luke, and Jennifer. Ellie McCurry of Rector is turning nine today. Whitney Bratton, happy birthday. Kelly Farr of Harrisburg is celebrating. Mary Everett, happy birthday. Adam Farmer of Jonesboro. Jason Weishman of Jonesboro. Don Moore of Jonesboro celebrates. We have Aiden Alcorn. Of Jonesboro, Joshua Covey of Jonesboro. Lots of Jonesboro birthdays. Uh, Maxwell Cook is turning seven. This is happy birthday from Mama, Dad, Rudy, and Braxton. Celebrating tomorrow, my buddy, my friend, Diana Davis. Happy birthday. She'll be celebrating a birthday from Region 8 News. Happy birthday to Diana. Literally one of the sweetest people I know. So, happy birthday. Uh, Joey Crawford has a birthday coming up tomorrow. Jeremy Knuckles. Of Brooklyn, Sandy Garcia of Jonesboro, Bessie Richmond of Jonesboro, Rhett Holmes from Manila, Julie Isbel from Jonesboro celebrates coming up tomorrow, Ashley Kay says happy birthday to Ava, who is turning seven. Uh, also, Ava wants to scream happy birthday to Philip on Sunday. Celebrating on Sunday, Ashley Martin, happy birthday, Candace Evans of Jonesboro, Carol Covey. Of Jonesboro, Pete Duncan from Wynn, and Catherine Burns of Jonesboro on Sunday. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Celebrating today, Madison Beer is 22. She was discovered by Justin Bieber. She's a singer. Yeah, she's a singer and a pop artist, and uh, yes, she is a good artist. What? All right. Happy birthday today to Jake what? Lloyd, who is 32. That's Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Uh, Eva Mendez is 47. She was in Hitch Training Day, and she's also Mrs. Ryan Gosling. Right. Michael Irvin is 55, Ooh. Hall of Famer, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, come on now, man. Super Bowl champs. And the Proclaimers, Craig and Charlie Reed, are 59 today. You know the Proclaimers from this song right here. That's Craig and Charlie Reed of the Proclaimers 59 today. Celebrating on Saturday, Bubba Sparks oh. will be 44. Bubba Sparks 44. Shaquille O'Neal will be 49 tomorrow. Connie Britton will be four, will be 54. That's Raina James on Nashville. Tom Arnold will be 62 tomorrow. Right. Happy birthday tomorrow to Kiki D, who will be 74. You know her from this hit right here. Seventy-four tomorrow. Rob Reiner is seventy-four. Legendary movie director, also Meathead on All in the Family. <laughs> yep. Martin Cove is seventy-five. He was the Karate Kid villain. He was Cobra Kai instructor John Kreese. No mercy. How old did you say he was? Seventy-five. Are you serious? That's crazy, Karate Kid, man. This is Karate Kid 2 right here.
Sunday birthdays. What you got? On Sunday, Laura Prepon uh, is 41. That's Alex Vaz on Orange is the New Black. Also, that's Donna on the 70s show. Yeah. Jenna Fisher will be 47 on Sunday. Of course, that's Pam on The Office. All right. E.L. James will be 58. That's the Fifty Shades of Grey author that you like so much. Uh-huh. Brian Cranston <laughs> will be 65 on Sunday. Of course, we know him most as Walter, Wright from Breaking, Walter White from Breaking Bad. Peter Wolf will be 75. That's the lead singer of the Jay Jeels. She was pure like snowflakes. No one could ever Sorry. slay. The memory of my angel Giles. would never cause pain. Yeah, that's what I said. Did you remember the song Center Hall? There's my home angel on the pages in between. My blood runs cold. Oh, yeah. The Jake Isles band right there. You liked that song. Oh, yeah. All right. And happy birthday on Sunday to Taylor Dane, who will be 59. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Is this the late 80s or early 90s? This was big, man. Tell it to my heart. I forgot about Taylor Dane. When we're together Y'all want to see some good hair Watch this video Here we go Taylor Day Taylor Day Here we go Tell it to my heart She celebrates on Sunday. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Taylor Dane, who turns 59 on Sunday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Welcome to Friday morning, everybody. We appreciate you listening to us. We know, man, we're all kind of looking forward to the weekend. We're excited about that. We appreciate you allowing us to be a tiny part of your day today. And y'all... As always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, so we've said this a number of times. It seems like over the course of the last year during this pandemic, the country artists have spent so much time cranking out new music. Mm -hmm. And basically, we got, uh, what was it, a double album from Morgan Wallen, Eric Church is doing a triple album, and now Thomas Rhett is giving us a new double album as well. Now, this one's going to be called Country Again, and Thomas has given us a sneak peek at a couple of the songs that are going to be on there. We thought we'd give you a sneak peek this morning as well. One of the songs is called Want It Again. Here's a sneak peek from Thomas Rhett. No, I Thomas Rhett wanted again. There's also another new one that he's put out. This one's called Growing Up. You can check out both songs this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. And even more music out today. Luke Bryan released a new song, and the song is called Drink a Little Whiskey Down. And it, the song talks about a woman who broke his heart. She's pretty much out of his life, both physically and mentally. He's moved on, almost. Her memory keeps creeping back in from time to time. Mm. And that's when he turns to the bottle. Again, the song is called Drink a Little Whiskey Down. Here's Luke Bryan. I'm back spending time with my buddies. A little rowdy ain't hurting nobody. Yeah, come along. 
comes up. I drink a little whiskey, drink a little whiskey down. When the wondering if you miss me, missing you comes around. Yeah, it don't happen like it used to happen. But when it does, I twist off the cap and drink a little whiskey, drink a little whiskey down. Again, drink a little whiskey down. It's Luke Bryan, and we have it up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. So Miranda Lambert has revealed that she's working on a brand new project with uh, two Texas guys, Jack Ingram and John Randall. Of course, Texas is kind of known for a different style of country music at different times. Sometimes they call it Red Dirt Country. Uh, anyway, what they've done is they're putting out an album called The Marfa Tapes. And this is going to be songs recorded a different style, a Texas hmm. style, with Miranda. And they've given us a sneak peek at uh, the first single. This is called In His Arms. Again, it's Miranda Lambert, Jack Ingram, and John Randall. Easy, in some house, breaking horses You can check out the new project from Miranda on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog as well. And Brett Young has a fun new love song out that's basically a tribute to the girl who stole his heart. The song is called You Got Away With It. This is what it sounds like. Stealing a kiss up against this bar Taking my head, leading me to my car Stealing my time, stealing my heart Baby, you got away with it So don't you go breaking There you go, Brett Young. It's called You Got Away With It. We have it up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Blog. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is March the 5th, and today in pop culture in 1983, Michael Jackson hit number one with one of my favorite songs he ever did. Michael Jackson, number one with Billie Jean. That was 1983. Today in pop culture, also in 1983, CMT launched. Now, originally, the network was going to be called CMTV for country music television. But MTV was like, uh, no, you can't have MTV in the middle of your name. So they dropped the V and just became CMT. Today in pop culture in the year 2000, MC Hammer became a preacher in San Jose, California. The issue was he made a ton of money and then he went bankrupt. So he went to preaching. But of course, you know MC Hammer from this song right here. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. My, 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 my music hits me so high. Makes me say, oh, my Lord, thank you for blessing me. Unfortunately, we can still sing all that. Uh, Today in pop culture in 2002, MTV premiered a show that went on to really bring to the forefront Ozzy Osbourne and his family. Yes, the Osbournes premiered 19 years ago today. Years ago, do you remember how everybody was watching yes, this show at that I point? Was Mama, I'm coming home. Oh, Minnie. You took me in and you drove me out. Yeah, you had me hypnotized. Lost and found and turned around by the fire in your So, today in pop culture in 2006, Reese Witherspoon won the Best Actress Oscar for playing June Carter Cash. In the movie Walk the Line. I keep the ends out for the tie that fine because you're mine. I walk the line. 
Today in pop culture in 2009, this one I still remember the press conference. Michael Jackson announced a This Is It concert series to be held in London. If you remember the big press mm-hmm. conference and all of that. Unfortunately, we never got to the shows because Michael Jackson passed away. I want to love you. K-Y-T. And today in pop culture in 2012, Lionel Richie released an album that featured many of his songs and country duets. Featured on there were Jennifer Nettles from Sugarland, Jason Aldean, Tim McGraw, Blake Shelton, so good. Kenny Chesney, Billy Currington, Shania Twain, Kenny Rogers, Rascal Flatts was there to do a version of Dancing on the Ceiling. One of Kelly's favorites. I saved this one for last. Lionel's album came out, and there was a song that he did with Darius Rucker. And the song is Stuck on You. Stuck on you. I've been a fool too long. I guess it's time for me to come on. Yes, I'm on my way. So hard to see that a woman like you. That's in 2012. Today is March the 5th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and you watch the TV show Friends, there's this one episode where Chandler goes into this closet And it's Monica's closet. And Monica is very much like the organized, Mm -hmm. you know, she wants stuff in order. Chandler opens the closet. All of a sudden he realizes it's full of junk because it was the one spot where she wasn't organized. Mm -hmm. We all have one of those spots, right? Uh They say four out of five Americans have at least one spot in their home that's always a mess. (laughs) So on the outside or from our social media, we might have the perspective that it's all tidy and perfect. Mm -hmm. And before I take any picture, I'm just going to tell you I'm cleaning up. Uh But, you know, if we're going to be honest and say we're busy and we have lives and all that different stuff, four out of five Americans have at least one spot in their home that's always a mess. Kelly, are you part of the four out of five? Yes. There's a spot in your house that is always messy. Well, it's not just one spot. Oh. Like, I, I think there's more spots. Okay. There's several spots. Give me. And they're not just spots. They're whole rooms. <laughs> what are they talking about? So give me the messiest room in your home. It's my room. Your room. It's because I do everything else and I save my stuff for the last. And I had a, a therapist tell me one time that I you need like you need to make sure that you take care of your room first because that emotionally and mentally that like, okay, your room's set, you feel good in your room, then you take care of everybody else. So I try to do that, but it never happens. Because if someone comes over, they're gonna see the kitchen, the living room, mm-hmm. and the dining room first. They're not gonna see my room. I can just shut the door. Yeah, but your your room, if I remember right, from the one time you've invited my family over to your house. That is a lie. Your room is right there off the front, right? Yes. So like it technically would look awesome if that door was open and Well, technically I'm sure it would look awesome, Brandon. Oddly enough, our messiest <laughs> room is typically our bedroom too. Yeah. Because uh, you know, it's almost like, yeah, we'll we'll take care of ourselves last. It's the laundry catch all. Yeah. That and then, you know, just whatever else. Like for a minute there, we were moving stuff out of a closet. My wife took some boxes out of a closet and just stacked them up in our bedroom. Because, again, we don't, you know, have a lot of people come over and check out our bedroom. Right. So Hmm. anyway, it's interesting. The most common areas that are messy are number one closets, which are our bedroom closet. Even if our bedroom is clean, the closet more than likely won't stay clean long. No, because that becomes a spot where we just dump clothes. Yeah, it's a free for all. Like you, you take off your clothes and they're just going to be laying mm-hmm. there on the floor. You know what? The basket's right there next to it, like feet away. That's obnoxious. But I do that too. Uh, garages can be messy. How many people have it where they have a two car garage and either one car or zero cars go in the garage? Yep. Where are you guys? One what, or zero? One fits in the garage. One does not. 
Okay. But it's not because of um, it's unorganized. Okay. He, he actually just organized it, so I have to give him that credit. So you can park your car in the garage? Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so it's closets, garages, basements, which, oh my gosh, if you went to my attic right now, but nobody goes into somebody's attic. Hey, right. let me see what your attic looks like. <laughs> hey, let's go have a drink in your attic. <laughs> <laughs> but don't feel bad if you have that one messy spot in your house because four out of five Americans, they have that messy spot. Brandon Baxter in the morning. That big machine out there in the parking lot, that's my way back machine. I want to hop into it real quick just for a second. Last night I was watching TV and, um, you know, we go back and a lot of times we go back to our favorite TV shows. It's the comfort thing right before bed. Me and my wife watch a show and then we get kind of bed and stuff like that. So we've been hooked on Three's Company again, which was if you go back to when we first met and started uh, dating or whatever, uh, that was a show we would watch. Mm -hmm. So it has like this nostalgic thing. It was our first show that we enjoyed. Yeah. Really, if, the, if you think about the course of my long relationship with my wife, we've watched two shows, Three's Company in the Office. What do y'all even do? You know, sometimes I wonder that myself. <laughs> like, do we have anything we enjoy? Here's the deal, though. Hearing the Three's Company theme song, it just it takes me back to when I was yeah. a kid because I loved that show when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know why I was watching it as a kid because now that I watch it now, it's like, oh, that's a little, you know, it's a grown up show. I mean, but it was still network television, but you know, it wasn't like, hey, you're seven. This is a good show. Right. But when I hear this theme song, it just makes me happy. Can you see the video? As oh, yes. Yeah. Well, and they've done different ones. Right. You know, they had the one where Jack was riding the bicycle. They had the one where they're at the zoo with uh, Terry there. They had yep. the one at the little carnival-like thing. I mean, so there's all these different uh, scenes and stuff like that. But I'm thinking about that TV theme song, and that is probably the one out of all of the TV shows mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life Gosh. that brings out that happiness. Trying to think of that for me, I would say when I was in probably seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, that was a really good point in my life. Like as far as family went, mm-hmm. and we would always sit down when we could, and I didn't have games, uh, and watch Full House together. And Full House probably is one of my favorite TV like theme songs ever. Does it take you back? It takes you back into your parents. Like house. I'm sitting on the couch with my brother and my mom and dad are in there. That's what it takes me back to. See if it brings you back. And having a crush on Uncle Jesse. Oh, of course. Ooh, John Stamos. <laughs> Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, even TV. I even think my parents sent this. They liked it. Can I give you one more? And again, I go back and it's weird because the ones that make me the happiest Mm -hmm. are the older shows, right? Yeah. Like that show was a great show. 90s-ish. You're a little bit older. I think back to how much. What? Don't just say that. Don't say you're a little bit older. We're the same age. No, I didn't mean it like that. Uh You're getting, you're obviously way too sensitive as you age. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Um, uh-huh. <laughs> my favorite, my uh, second favorite, probably out of all the TV show theme songs that I've I've listened to over the years, has to be Different Strokes. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of means. Then along come two, and they got nothing but to change. But they got. Different strokes it takes, different strokes it takes, different strokes to move the world. I figured it would be a, you'd have a different one. I figured it would have been Baywatch. Well, that was a good one, but that was more of my <clears throat> mid-teens. Oh, okay. So you're that's more childhood. Uh, I'm thinking more childhood, but I mean, there are great memories to that too. Yeah. Uh, but here's the deal. I'm going to put it up on social media. I want to know if you guys have uh, theme songs that... Just kind of take you back and like you sing along and they make you happy. They make you smile. Do you have a TV theme song that gets you in your feels like that? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Do people still say get you in your feels? 
I think so. Do they? No, they don't. It, do why they? does it just sound funny when you say it? I don't know. Why did I say it? Why do I say things that sound funny when I say them? You're just embarrassing. Uh, Kai's mortified right now. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was thinking about a couple of more TV theme songs that I think a lot of people will be like, golly, that one's one of the mm-hmm. best ones ever. Like we have this one. That's a good one. How do you, I mean, so simple. Right. Do you remember that they actually considered having lyrics to this song? And they actually had lyrics to that song, but they thought it worked better with just the whistle. The whistle's good. Because it was something about going down to the fishing hole with your pole or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't, I haven't heard that before. Another song that I really like, and it has to do with my other song. So I said Full House a little while ago. Right after Full House would come on, another show would come on back to back. So it was like TGIF. Thank goodness it's Friday. And the next show was Family Matters. And we loved Steve Urkel and Family Matters. All right. I have that one, I think. I don't remember the words. Laura. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news. On, on a newspaper, newspaper page. All right. Love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. Hey, you still know this one, too. It's all I see is a tower of dreams. Real love bursting out of every scene. Hey! Okay, I remember that. So it's up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was looking here at Donna Jo. Mm-hmm. Donna Jo says one of her favorites. And I don't know if I know the song for the greatest American hero. It's a great one. Is it a good yes. one? Yes. Did you ever watch this show? I don't think I've ever seen this show. He had blonde hair. Look at what's happened to me. I don't know. I bet you do in the background. In the chorus. There you go. Donna Joe says the greatest American hero theme song. So there you go. What is your favorite TV theme song from your childhood, from your youth that makes you happy, that makes you smile? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you know the only place where the Venus flytrap grows natively is within 60 miles of Wilmington, North Carolina? If they're growing anywhere else, it's because they've been transplanted there. You know those Venus flytraps and a fly goes into its mouth and it's like this? Yeah, isn't that the little shop of horrors thing? Yep. Wasn't that a big, Mm -hmm. gigantic Venus flytrap? Yep, you're right. Did you know pine weevil insects place their... (laughs) What are you doing today? What is this? Pine weevil insects place their feces next to their eggs to keep their predators away. Oh my gosh, that's how Kelly uh, guards her house too. She doesn't have an alarm system. You're a weird. It's just like a poop wall. And did you know in the 1930s, a brand of toilet paper called Northern Bath Tissue marketed itself with the slogan mm-hmm. 100% splinter free? Oh because my gosh. that was not always a guarantee with toilet paper back then. No. Oh my gosh. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So we're talking about our favorite TV theme songs that make us happy and all of a sudden man as soon as we ask you guys start flooding us with these different responses uh because all of us have you know for whatever reason tv entertainment's kind of an escape it's a feel-good thing and when we bring something up that's like an escape feel-good thing y'all go nuts for Mm -hmm. it so what do we see in this morning as far as tv themes that people seem to I have those fond memories of. So Amanda Carmen says one of her favorites is Gilligan's Island. 
Oh, yeah, because everybody yes. pretty much can sing that song. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I have it ready. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor and the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. Oh, he's got sound effects. They started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. The minnow would be lost. The ship's aground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle. With Gilligan, uh, the skipper too. A millionaire and his wife. A movie star, the professor and Marianne. Here on Gilligan. What's crazy about TV theme songs, and that's the branding that you want, uh, is for people years later. I haven't Brilliant. Heard, haven't heard that song in forever, but we were able to sing mm-hmm. almost every word almost yes. perfectly. So anyway, Gilligan's Island is a good one. Here's another one. Samantha Letson says, The Partridge Family. Oh, yeah. This is a fun one, too. Thanks, Samantha. Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of love is what we'll be bringing. Come we'll make on. you happy. We have a dream, we go traveling together. We spread a little love and we'll keep moving on. That's a good one, too. And then Jamie Boylan says, oh, this is a good one, Brandon. What? The Golden Girls. Oh, that is a good one. My Instagram story, Sierra Wagner from KJMB, uh, says the same thing, Golden Girls. Yep. So what is your favorite TV theme song, the one that brings back all those happy feelings for you? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. TV themes, your favorite one from your childhood, the one that brings back the best memories, just the one that... I don't know. We all have these shows and we're like, oh my gosh, when I hear that when it takes me back. So it's a huge response all over our social platforms this morning. So we're trying to get to as many as we can while we're still on the radio. So Misty Thomas says her favorite theme song, Saved by the Bell. Oh yeah, that's a great <laughs> one. When I wake up in the morning and the long gets out of morning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. Yeah, that's a really good one. Okay, what else? This one's going to excite you too. Shannon Jones and Shannon Sprinkle both say Dukes of Hazard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is a great one. Good idea, guys. Just, Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you been in trouble with the laws as the day they was born. That's a great one, okay? Let's see. Penny Wilson and Carson Dunavant say The Brady Bunch. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that yes. one too. Here's, Here's a story of a lovely lady lady oh, son of a who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like, like their, their mother. The youngest one in curls. Here comes the point. It's a story of a man named Brady. There you go. Who was busy with, with three boys of his own. They were four men living all together. Yet they were all alone. But guess what happens next? Till the one day when the lady met this fellow. And they knew that it was much more than a hunch. That this group must somehow form a family. 
That's the way we all became the Brady Bunch. Everybody. The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. That's the way we Oh, that's good, too. <laughs> it is good. Gosh. But there's another one that's even better, there maybe. There can't be more than this. <laughs> so Heather Knight and Teresa Hall say The Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. You ready? Where was he raised? In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, "You're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air." I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said "Fresh and Dyson and Beer." I can say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it. Yo, Yo so Oh my gosh, it's still going. I pulled up to the house of Al Sam and I and I yelled to the cab. Yo, home, see you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there. Just on my phone as a prince of Bel Air. Hey, now. Oh, yeah. Couldn't tell you what my meeting was about yesterday, but could sing theme songs from 30 years ago. That's just what I do. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we, we had this random thought. Okay, Three's Company. I heard the theme song last night as I was watching it, and it brings back all those happy memories. I love it. And I thought, well, maybe what was yours? And we talked about your favorite theme song being Full House and Uncle Jesse and all that. Mm-hmm. And we posted it on social media, and everybody has these great ideas yes. of other great theme songs, some that we haven't thought about, mm-hmm. some that we haven't heard in, in forever. And others, when I hear it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that could be the best one, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, the question on social media today is, what is your favorite TV theme song? Which one from like your youth, your childhood, which TV theme song brings back all these great memories and gets you kind of all, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, nostalgic? Yeah. So Grant, this is kind of a newer, newer TV show, but Grant Newkirk says Succession. I've watched that, Grant. That's good. Is it? Mm -hmm. One of my buddies told me this is good, too. Like the whole family, right? Yes. And the heirs to the fortune. All right. So Grant says succession. Amanda Reddick says one of her favorite theme shows or theme songs was Growing Pains. Ooh, Growing Pains. That was a good one. I wanted to be Kirk Cameron. Yes. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. We're So growing pains. What else? Here's another one. Casey Mann says, who's the boss? Oh, who's the boss for sure. That's good. Tony Danza. Yeah. Hold me closer. Alyssa Milano. No. My, one of my favorite songs. Oh. Hold, hold me, me closer. closer. Tony Danza. There's a time for love and a time for death. Take a chance and face the wind. An open road and a road that's hit. A brand new life up down the bend. There you go, that's good. Oh, this is a great What? Chris Pierce says, good times. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good Here we go. Temporary layoffs. You got so excited. What did JJ say on good times? Uh, oh, oh, dynamite. There you go. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we 
dive into the whole discussion about our favorite TV theme songs, the songs that take us back and bring out that happiness. Like, it's a fun day. For a lot of us, it's uh, you know young childhood type stuff that we hear. And we're like, oh my gosh, it takes me back mm-hmm. to that moment. That's on the show today. Plus, we reveal why I have decided to start meal prepping mm-hmm. because uh, I've been watching too much television and uh, I've started to watch diet videos and nutrition videos <laughs> with a beer in my hand right. and junk food. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to fix that. Uh, we talk about that on the show today. Uh, plus, there's also a new open concept bathroom, which is really interesting. Imagine your bathroom with no door at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of in the middle of the house. <laughs> We talk about that, too, all on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? On Disney Plus, we have the WandaVision season finale. A lot of people are excited about that. Also on Disney Plus, Raya and the Last uh, Dragon, which is in theaters this weekend, but you can watch it from the comfort of your own home for just $30 for premiere access. I know you probably won't be doing that. That's kind of expensive. (laughs) And then also, I'm excited about this tonight on Amazon, Coming to America, the sequel to the 1988 movie starring Eddie Murphy and... um, Arsenio Hall. Yeah. That's going to be really good. On Sunday, we have the 90-minute special with Oprah and Meghan and Harry. That's Mm. going to be a big deal. Also, Ellen's Game of Games and the fourth season premiere of Good Girls. Hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.